Hi there and welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast from Rock Ministries Kabecha. Our prayer as a ministry is that this podcast would touch you in a way that will change your life for the better. If you want to get in touch with us or get to know us a little better, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy and be blessed. Are you ready now for the word of God? I want to continue where I left off last Sunday and uh, I will be talking on uh, uh, what I spoke on last Sunday which was uh, seeing through the eyes of grace and uh, I want to title my t- message seeing through the eyes of grace part two. Amen. Part two. Can I see the hands of those who were in church last Sunday? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, We are going to just uh, do a brief recap. Uh, Before we do that, I want to read Isaiah chapter 6. I'm praying that in the remaining time that I have, I'll be able to go through all these scriptures. Uh, Isaiah chapter 6, it says in verse 5, So I said, Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5, So I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips, but my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell, I live in the midst of people of unclean lips, Thailand pillar, pagati guabantu, nabo aba ne mil ne milomo, oganya ne milebe efana na leyam. And then it says, For my eyes have seen the king, which is key, underline that. For my eyes, or but my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. And then it says, Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken from the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away. Your sin is purged. It's atoned for. Verse 8. And then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. And he said, Go and tell these people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Last Sunday, I asked you to ask your neighbor. Uh, I'm not going to say ask them anything today, but I just want to remind you what I was the questions I was asking last Sunday. Let me booze. Let me say booze. The city asked them that when you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? And then I qualified that by saying, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you better see yourself through the eyes of grace. Don't see yourself with your own eyes, your eyes that are limited, your eyes that have got shortcomings and all its own self-esteems that are low sometimes. And so sometimes when we look at, or most of the time people, When they look at themselves in the mirror, they see themselves through their own eyes. But in order for us to shine in the manner that God wants us to shine, 
in order for us to be as effective as God would want us to be effective, we have to look through the eyes of grace and see ourselves from God's perspective. Can I get an amen if you are with me? I went on to say last week, if you can't see it, whatever you are looking at, if you, are, you cannot see it, you cannot shine in it. The scripture says, as far as your eyes can see, that ground is that which you are going to get to. In other words, if you can't see it, you cannot own it. If you cannot see it, you cannot own it. The big question is, what do you see? I will keep asking, keep on asking that question to us right through my teaching today. When you are looking out at life, what do you see? I'm not asking the person who is next to you. I'm, I'm asking you, my brother. I'm asking you, my sister. When you are looking at life, what do you see? Because if you cannot see it, you cannot occupy it. And to see better, you must also be willing to stand on higher ground. These are some of the statements I made last Sunday. In order to see better through life or into life, you must stand on higher ground. And I went on to say, how you see will determine how far you go in life. On the other side, it will determine how far you will go in life. And we went on to say that you've got to lift up your eyes. We read Isaiah 60. Verse 4, which says, lift up your eyes and see. In other words, elevate your vision. Lift up your eyes and see better. See at another level. In fact, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says, come up here. In other words, step up. You have to step up in, your, in the way you look at life. In the way you see things. In the way you see your life the relationships you are in, the organization, the institutions, the church you worship in, the, the institutions you serve, the departments that you are working at, the divisions you occupy. So that you can be more effective in that particular space. Can I get an amen? Don't worry, it's going to get better as we move on. I then went on, which I'm going to be focusing on more this morning, I, I, I wish to hold myself that I don't even do much preaching, but I do more talking because I have a burden. I have a burden for this generation, and I have a burden for this church, and I have a burden for this city, that the Lord may help us to see well. You see, the environment you are in will affect you if you allow it. It will affect how you see life and how you do life. The environment that you are in, the people that you are surrounding yourself with, the neighborhood you live in, the society, the culture 
that you are, you are planted in or that you have placed yourself in, it will affect you in one way or another if you allow it. It can either affect you positively or it can allow you, it can affect you negatively. But it depends on whether you will allow it. Are we still together, Lazalwan? But rest assured, where you are will affect you, either positively or negatively. But it depends on whether you will allow it or not. If you are surrounded by goodness, goodness will affect you if you allow goodness to affect you. But goodness will not automatically affect you just because you are surrounded by goodness. Just like if you are surrounded by bars of soap, you will not be automatically clean. You must allow the soap to touch your flesh with water in it and you must apply it on your body. Then you become clean. So you can be in the presence of a good environment. You can work in the gym but be the unhealthiest person ever. I've seen a few of them. Amen. So, the environment is right, but wrong. And at the same time, the environment is wrong. That environment can affect you if you allow it to. Amen. So, I want you to look at your life and consider the environment that you have around you. You cannot ignore it. Because the Lord Jesus did not ignore it in the scripture that we read last Sunday. Where the, the, there was a man who asked the Lord to heal uh, his boy, which the disciples were unable to heal. And then the Lord said in response, you wicked and perverse and unbelieving generation. In other words, he said, even my disciples are affected by the generation they are living in. Their faith is affected by that which is surrounding them because they have allowed it. And in order for them not to be affected by this environment and begin affecting it, they needed to elevate. And so what did they do? They went to talk to Jesus privately. They connected with the Lord Jesus. And they asked him, bothered, disturbed by the fact that even though they were walking with the Lord Jesus, they were, they, 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 they were affected by that which was af uh, by their surroundings. And so they said, why could we not cast this demon out? And the Lord Jesus said, this one is cast out uh, when one is fasting and praying. So in other words, they had to go and ask the right questions. You have to be willing to ask the right questions in order to elevate yourself above the surroundings that you are in. Because they will affect you in one way or another. Because of the surroundings. Uh, it, it, it was just a matter of time. It's just like if you take a, a, a piece of, of sausage that you were frying in a pan, it's as hot as anything. We tartle a sausage, we pause it, we deep freeze. When you put it in the deep freeze in that environment, I figure in a cold environment. But because 
of the environment that it is placed in. Give it a few minutes. Before you know it, it will fridge. Why? Because it is surrounded by ice. Your surroundings, it doesn't matter how well-meaning you are. They are going to affect your shine. Your neighborhood, your friends, they will affect your shine. It doesn't matter how well-meaning you are. It doesn't matter how great Jesus is in you. But if you take this great Jesus that is in you and place him in a compromised environment over time, over time, then he will be, your life will be affected by that. Are we still together this morning? So your faith, say my faith. Your future, say my future. Say your dreams, say my dreams. They will be affected by the environment if you allow it. I keep punctuating it by that line, if you allow it. So which means, the rise and the shining of a man is not automatic. You have to make up your mind that I choose to shine above or I choose to shine in the midst of darkness. The scripture says, you arise and shine. Why? Because your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And then it says, deep darkness covers. But then it says, but my glory shines over you. And then, 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 then it gets better. It says, then you will lift up your eyes. In other words, you, you, the glory is over you. But, 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 and you are, you are placed in the midst of deep darkness. Deep issues. But then it says, but then in order for the promises to manifest, elevate your vision. Lift up your eyes and begin to see at another level. And begin to see life and begin to see this environment in the eyes of grace. Can I get an amen if you are still with me? You see, your environment will, will make you or it will break you. Your environment will make you or it will break you. The church you are in, the, the, the circles you surround yourselves with, the relationships you choose to enter in, they will make you or they will break you. Let's take it a step further and say the city you live in, the neighborhood you are doing your life in, the neighborhood, the culture of the place, it will affect you in one way or another. My bong wing goes. The environment will make you or break you. Amen. If the neighborhood you live in closes its shops at 6 o'clock like it does here, I'll go 6. You now when go 6, so so zela. Why? Because in neighborhood, you go 6, if you were coming from a, a place that shut down at 7, or if you coming from Cape Town where the sun doesn't go down, when you come to an environment like this, because but before you know it, now I go off past five, we also get like with slippers. 
Ufaki gauni yako ngo half past five ngo bulungsele lukutini ukulala. If in neighborhood ofigele guyo iyo zela nawe usaulua ubutong. If the people that you, get, you are living with or the neighborhood that you are living in uh, is, is drowsy, you are also going to fight sleep. It's, it's a fact. If you are driving a car and the people that are in the car are all drowsy, you are also going to be drowsy. You are also going to... And then in order for you to stay awake, you must be intentional. If you are in a car, I, I drive a lot with people and uh, all the people that I drive with have a grace of falling asleep because of my good driving. They fall asleep and in order for me not to fall asleep, I have to be intentional. Buy water. Have some black coffee. Sometimes do, you know, uh, uh, get whatever that you are going to get for energy. Why? Because you must be intentional. If you are not intentional about staying awake and you are in the presence of people that are asleep, you are going to fall asleep soon. So which is your life too. Look at your friends so that everybody is supposed to be a student of their environment. Don't just live in a community. Start the community. What are the trends here? How do people here behave? Because you are bringing your children into this neighborhood. And therefore, if you don't like what you see, in order for you not to get what you don't like, you have to do something different. Because if you are not intentional, it's going to suck you in, whether you like it or not. Are you hearing what I'm saying, Bazalanaba? Whether you like it or not, if you have a good marriage and you get friends that do not have good marriages or would care less about their spouses, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's going gonna, it's gonna to affect you. Why? Because the culture that you are planted in is bound to affect you and you must be intentional about it. My bowing goes. When I got here, there are things that used to irritate me. The first one was calling a man because I'm from the trans guy. A trans guy is not a big one. Amen. I mean the but now <laughs> some of my boys are actually talking the same way and uh, when I get the same uh, 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 when, when I get similar uh, uh, people who talk they, they no longer irritate my ear as they did but having said that in the church I had to be intentional I had to be intentional in the come uh-uh and as a result, most men here call each other and just do. I go to the pony, I have the pony, the pony, Asha, the pony, the pony, the pony.
So I, we wanted to be intentional about saying the man must man up. Change the tone a bit, pitch. My bong in goes. Yes, yeah, yeah. I say it's in faith. Yes, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. See, yeah, yeah. It says, And all the men say, Wuha. So, 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 one had to be intentional about this, but, but, but the environment was beckoning. The environment was beckoning. The environment will suck you in. Whether you like it or not, it will, it will suck you in. Amen. If you look around, what happened? No. But the man you look at every day, you look at him every day, you look at him every day, he's talking to you, he's telling you right things, and before you know it, your hair begins to fall off. And then if you get well up, if I born my, if I don't want to tell you, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to tell Yes, well, in well, naturally. Why? It is the environment. Look at your neighbor, say it's the environment. It's the environment. And if tomorrow we decide one supina and seven guy and the kulisin well, that will be defiance <laughs> of the status quo. So your environment will affect you. And, 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 and I'm worried about this because as people we do not study, we do not we, we, we are we are ignorant and we are careless of this, and yet it's killing us. It's killing us. We cannot be, you cannot be careless about where you place. You need to think about where, which school am I taking my children to? Study the school. Study the results. Study, study, study the behavior of the children. Your child is going to come back home like that. It's just a matter of time. Same applies with you. You don't just run and the church you're going to go and place yourself at. Before you know it, you're going to be like the place because, because the Bible is very clear that do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. Why? The environment, if it is bad, if it's toxic, it will affect you. The nature of the people around you, how is it? How is it? How is it? That's why I say, be a student of your environment. Be a student of your circumstances, even your friends. Study them. Let your man know your man's hand. Upukugi la lomdu. Uya pumele la lomdu. Iti inindoyake. Lomdase iti inindoyake. Run away. Even if Bluetooth. Hello, from a distance. Don't get yourself close to the person. Why? Because your environment will get into you. And in order for it not to get into you, you must make up your mind. I said, it's just a matter of time. Winning and losing is contagious. 
Winning and losing is contagious. Yosulela. Yosulela. Indeogpumelela. Hence the Bible says, lift up your eyes and see. Lift up your eyes and see. Lift up your eyes and see above the thick darkness. Lift them up above the lack. Lift them up above the mistakes. Lift them up above the shortcomings. Lift them up above the failures. Lift them up above the denials. Lift them up above the, the, the effects of COVID. Lift your eyes above. In order for you to defy the, the, the demands of your, of your neighborhood and your environment that are negative, you have to rise above and lift up your eyes. I mean, um, I'm just remind, uh, reminded now, you know, when I was praying and preparing this, I, I remembered I come from the Transkai, old uh, Transkai, and, and, and right there, Mtata, we had a president uh, in our homeland by the name of K.D. Matanzim. And one of the things that K.D. Matanzim treasured was education. Can all say education? Okay, the Matanzima treasured education. He went on to build a university. At some stage, it was the best in Africa. He put it right in Umtata. And uh, we did not have any farms, no factories like we have here. And everybody knew in order for me to make it, I must go to school. And, school and, and education was celebrated. And, and, and the culture of the day, we knew around March, April, it was grads. Graduation parties. Even when we were young boys, uh, uh, junior secondary, when I first saw a graduation, when my dad graduated, and after that my mom graduated from the varsity, we, we, there would be parties everywhere. Those who come from Mtata will know, and are more around my age, they will know. Everyone was welcome. Kutwa invitations. Why? Because it was graduation time. Education was celebrated. At school, we were worried. You knew in Doba, I, I, I cannot end in matric. Matric is nothing. That's what we were told. You knew. It's either you go to varsity, or you go to technicon, or you go to college, or you go, you, you, you go to a technical school somewhere. But matric was not the standard. Why it was the culture of the day. But the things it gushazabo. Kuba befunum tuana wa kabenem fundu and umsila. Fundu ten and umsila. That is mama graduate. It was the culture, it was the environment. And I'm telling you, it still is there even today. Education, culture still lingers over that place to the point that even before you spoke even it was taken to the other extremes if you are going to address a people you would be checked because because and when, when our fathers were speaking, they would say, Sele Biazabo, Babe Nogolang, Latin. We would sit and would be amazed watching this as Chapkas Nogolang, Latin. 
Why? Because everybody was being the culture of the place was that go to school, study, make yourself better. That was the culture that was put before us. Now that culture affected us. That's why even today, many years later, we still have, we are able to have visions of, 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 uh, of adopting schools, visions of graduation services. What's happening? The culture that one grew under will affect you positively or negatively if you allow it. Have you studied your own environment? Are we still together, Bazalanaba? Are you getting anything this morning? So you need to see things from a, 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 a with a, a, you, you need to see with a very broad eye. You need to see in a special way in order to be able to shine in this life. But the environment you are in will affect you, and you have to rise above them. The big question that I would like you to turn and ask your neighbor: How well do you see? Okay, ask the other one. Ask the other one. Say, Maki, how well do you see in life? I, I'm, I'm not asking where to, whether to ask them, are you looking? I'm asking, what do you see? Because it's possible to look and not see. How do you see? And remember, I said how you see will be affected by the environment. You may I want and say, Pastor, where, where is the scriptural reference for this? I'll prove it in the, in, the, in the scriptures. In the book of Mark chapter 8 verse 22. Mark chapter 8 verse 22. Uh, the Bible tells us there of a story of some man. It says some man brought a blind man to Jesus. I've spoken about on this a, a, a few times in the church here. Some man brought a man to Jesus. And this man uh, uh, was brought to Jesus who was blind. Jesus was in a city or in a place called Bethsaida. Uh, 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 and, and, and the Bible says when Jesus, they asked him to heal him. In other words, to open his eyes. The Bible tells us what does Jesus do. Immediately, Jesus takes him by hand. He takes this blind man. We know many people that were brought to Jesus, he would heal them right there. But that one, Jesus takes him out of Bethsaida. He walks out with him. He goes out of the town. When the Bible says when he had come out of there, what does Jesus do? He begins to touch this man's eyes and he heals him outside London. And then what I appreciate there is that Jesus, after healing him, he says, don't go back that way. Don't go back to that place. He, he, he doesn't heal him in the environment because it is the environment that was affecting his eyes. And when his eyesight came back, he says, don't go back there. In other words, I, you may lose what I have given you if you go back to the place I have taken you out of. Did you hear that? You may lose what God has given you if you go back to the place he has taken you out of. And therefore, Jesus had to be specific and say, that environment is toxic for you. That place is not good for you. And as you are sitting here, the Holy Spirit is highlighting those places that are not too good for you. 
which you need to come out of, and some of them, he had taken you out of them, but in one way or another, you found yourself back in Bethsaida. Look to your neighbor, say, neighbor. Praise the name of Jesus. Are we together? In other words, Jesus was saying, don't go back to that place. Don't go back to that thinking pattern. I've taken you out of that thinking pattern. You are now thinking at another level. You are now reasoning at another level. Don't go back to that place. Oh, my daughter, pray for this time. I've got seven minutes left. Amen. So he says, don't go back to those habits. Don't go back to those old ways. Come up and come out of these. Hallelujah. Your environment, your environment will affect you. So Jesus took this guy out of that environment. And now, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm here to challenge us to see well. To be able to look and see well. Don't just see with the ordinary, with, with the ordinary eye. I'm thinking even before I get to this guy here, this other example. The, the, you know, Dr. Tabelele was here and he shared a, a, an example of a man when he saw the advert of the gala that the church is putting together. And he saw the caliber of speakers. This dude is in Cockstart. He is one of the first, if not the first, to register. We've got a guy who just bought a table last week in the, in the, for, the, for, for, for the gala. He bought a table. He's not even a member in the church. This guy is from Cockstead. He says, count me in. I'm coming. And yet at that time, And the question I'm asking, What is it that that man sees that we are not seeing? What is it that, 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 these, that, that these people are connecting with? I mean, people have come to this congregation and, and, and they would come power weekend and they would say, Fundisi, when I came here, the first day, the fuman, something happened. The fuman is in those arms and my life has never been better. And you find that there's someone who has been coming in and out, but they have not gotten any revelation. Gotten any revelation. Why? The big question, Uchonga ganja when? Two guys, one is girls, in fact. One's name is Ruth, the other one is Opa. See about it? Oh, my God, Bagabani? My God, Bagabani? Okay. See ya. My boy, when goes. We used to say, you know them. You know them. These days, you cannot say you know them. You say Ten Commandments. I've got Ten Commandments. Late generation. Now, Zifundi, see West. That's the see West. Now, home. Now, home. Go up, hello. Go up. Who say? Who say? Chope. Well, people. Go up. Who say? People. Now, home. Go up. Go up. Now, home. Ruth is one of them. But, but, but what I'm getting into, Bazalwan. I wish you can appreciate this. Ruth, we know the story. Sigar Ruth. Oh Ruth, when, when, when their husbands died, and then, 
into this Tibansilipelile and Nabasugulona, Onyanabamba Pupil and Ananya stressor for that met, then Kumuz Onyanabamba Pupile, and as no Ababule Nina, that is my version. That's my version. You ask him to go say go out in a young kingdom and I'm thinking like go, like go, go, go. Just, just make it practical, man. When you look at the Bible, uh, you know, use your imagination. I want you to picture on Naomi, who put her on your back, on your back. Now to put her on your back, you know, like that. Stress away, go so la mama, and then who go na na ba chagaza. You have to go to the banana, banana, banana because time born out thinga. I'm thinking some don't abandon a back. So he's chasing them away. He says, leave, leave, leave. And then the Bible says, Opah leaves, but Ruth stays. Opah leaves, but Ruth stays. And, uh, and, 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 and I, I want to believe that Ruth, Ruth begged Naomi. Naomi, the, the more she was chasing her away, she, she, she begged her. I, I want to, uh, I picture her kneeling down and saying, Mama, please. In other words, I can't even explain. I don't know, I can't explain it, but I see something here. I see something here. And the husband explained, where you die, I will die. Where you go, I will go. I will not live here. You know who Ruth was She had a revelation of the environment that she was in. And now, and now, and now, fast forward with hindsight as we look and we read the scriptures. Nothing is said about Oprah. As much as no one but Uruthien, she is, she is found in the genealogy of Christ. Hallelujah. She is found in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Why? Because she saw something in an, in, in an, un, at an uncomfortable time. In an uncomfortable environment, wabona mtu wabantu, kawselenda weni jonga, ubona, unga poswasis indua saako, ngoba kakus tokuya paganya kuya anjo, na uya pagamu ya amba. I go to Chumayamcha or Figlabe to Lopin, yo, who perform me Mangaliso, now so far so to Vungu, who let me Mangaliso, eh, um Mangaliso Wako, Aukosas Tuben, um Tungamia, um Mangaliso Wake, who send away a teal. Everybody's miracle is placed somewhere. God does not work in a vacuum. God will place your grace in a, at a particular place, and therefore you need to have eyes to see the well that makes you well. Because when God is making you better, He is not in a hurry. Look at your neighbor, say, My neighbor. God is not in a hurry. And now it is in our panic time that we miss out on the great things that God has in store for you. Ruth. May the Lord, my prayer is that Lord, open our eyes so we can see well. There are people who have left jobs that were going to shape them and make them better. Not that you don't have to. When it's time for you to leave, it's time for you to leave. But if you leave outside your time, you'll give birth to Ishmael's. And Ishmael will trouble you for the rest of your life. How do you see? 
Kwabana baphume abantwini bethi ayiyandozelela lo myeni Yanlibazisa sewu yanlibazisa usulo yawu yanlibazisa yu Luwasa kada fuma nomsebenzi yu yanlibazisa sana yu hayi Aphume okanye umuntu aphume ashiye inkosikazi yakhe Dibana ndothi thauza ibili manzi ngoba intanga yami kodwa ilandele ithotswa ilali ngoku Kala mapiano if you do not see well you will miss opportunities that were going to make you great. In the book of Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. Please give me just five minutes. Exodus chapter 2. You get a guy by the name. Uh, in fact, you, the, 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 the parents of them guy will go went by the name Moses. We all know Moses. No? But, but, but they would, do you know that there would have never been a Moses had there not been parents who saw well. In Exodus chapter 2 it says, a Levite and a Levite got married. And they got a child by the name of Moses. At a time where, where, where Pharaoh had declared that every boy child must be killed. Get us Abazal alone. Abazal back. Up next, we are called because back to Bungu, Kijunwa, Unyana wala pobezel umtuan. Na 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 tree abagamzala paya baya bangwaba nabo o abunyan. But then Moses' parents they give birth to a child. When they looked at the child, the Bible says the, 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 the mother saw that the child had something special. We have Amzalano. Go read it. Exodus chapter 2. Umamaga Moses saw something very, very special in this child. And the parents refused to kill this. They, they, they said to themselves, there is something here that is too special to die. They saw it. They refused. The culture of the day was saying, if it's a boy, kill it. And they had seen others die, but, but they, they didn't know how. I said your environment will affect you if you allow it. They refused to kill their boy. They refused. At some stage, you have to refuse to be like those. To die where others died. At some stage, you have to refuse to fall where others fell. At some stage, you have to re refuse to be like your siblings. At some stage, you have to refuse to mazana, uzalele kaya, ufane, nabaguzalele kaya. At some stage, young man, you have to refuse to die in drugs and die in alcohol when your parents had caught up, were caught up in that, or your brothers were caught up in that. At some stage, you have to refuse. See something special, so special that I cannot allow this to die. Cannot allow it to die. Moses. 
God will make a plan. They made a plan. They prayed. They fasted. They did things. They did whatever they could. They designed a plan. In the Nile River, the baby in a basket swimming above crocodiles and the crocodiles never touched the boy until he fell in the hands of Intombi. And that girl who fell in love who in whose hands the boy fell in took that child and ended up inviting umama Moses to come and raise the child under the care of the very person who wanted to kill the child you know why because there were parents who saw something so special and they said this cannot die can you see your life so special that your life cannot be swallowed in like that? Can you see your life so special that you cannot be daughter? Can you see your life so special that you cannot stay in that toxic relationship? Young man, can you see your life so special that you cannot be caught up in those drugs and die like that? What do you see? What do you see? What do you see rugby right here in Port Elizabeth? What do you see concerning a church? What do you see as a member in a church? Do you think that just coming in and sitting here is all there is to being a member in a church? What do you see when you look at yourself in the life of this church? What do you think God has in store? Have you stopped to ask yourself, Lord, why did you bring me to this church? Why did you bring me here? When you look at your life, what do you see? Stand up on your feet as I close. Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 6, the scripture I read, the Bible says to Isaiah, I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of an unclean people. He's, 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 he's acknowledging his fault, his fear, his failures, and his mistakes and he says I am a man, I am like this because I live in the midst of people like that I am a man of unclean lips and I live amongst a people of unclean lips but somehow I'm sure he felt this cannot continue like this something has got to change but, 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 but then Isaiah had been in the presence of the Lord. And the Bible says, I'm a man of unclean lips. And I live amongst a people of unclean lips. In other words, Something has had to happen. Something has got to happen. And then Isaiah says, but, can you all say but? One more time, say but. He says, but my eyes have seen the king. Because why is a revelation and an intimate fellowship in the presence of the Lord because the elevation I'm talking about, my brother, my sister, for you to elevate above your counterparts above your rivals for you to rise above them you've got to see something they have not seen you've got to be where they have not been you've got to touch what they have not touched because as long as you are where they have been you will be where they are but if you connect with a higher power 
If you connect with something better and connect with it and marry it, then that feet that you have connected with, it will begin to pull you out. Because Isaiah, as a man of unclean lips and jail, when he was elevated above and he saw the Lord and he began to get the ideas that God had for him. He caught up the revelation that God has got great plans in store for him. Plans to prosper him, to give him a hope and a future. And the Bible says, when his eyes saw the Lord, the Lord took a coal, put that coal on his lips and said, your sin has been purged. In other words, you have now been elevated. You are amongst them, but you are not like them. You are in their midst, but you, 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 you have been purged from what they are still contaminated with. Isaiah was now able to engage with converse, in conversations that were higher. Heavenly conversation. He now began to engage in conversations of that, that gold getters engage in. He engaged in conversation that busy bodies, profit makers that they engage in, people that see further. And the heavens asked him a question Whom shall we send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah was able to agree and say, Lord, here am I. Send me. But in order for him to elevate and move higher, he had to see better. He had to connect with the Lord. Your environment will swallow you in. Your environment will cripple you if you allow it. But if you allow the heavenly environment to rule in your mind, to rule in your heart, my brother, my sister, you will reach levels and heights in life beyond your wildest imaginations. Why? Because your eyes have seen better. Your eyes have seen the king. Your eyes see the future. Your eyes see service. How shall a life shine? A life can only shine when a life has seen the master. Bow your head. Close your eyes. Let us pray. You are here this morning. Your environment has messed you up. Your friends have contaminated you. You've been introduced to things that have affected your life and slowed it down now. Your point of view has since changed. Your future is now looking dim. And you came to the service this morning. And frankly, you have been coming to the service. But today, the Lord is talking to you and is saying, my son, my daughter, Come up here. I want to get you out of that mess. I want to get you out of that quagmire. I want to take you out of that hole. I want you to rise above again. If you can call upon the name of the Lord. You shall be saved and you will come out of it. If that is you. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. 
And you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. Lift up your right hand where you are standing. If you are saying, Pastor, I want to come out. I want to see Jesus today. God bless you there. Put it up high. Put it up high. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Put it up high. Everyone, everyone in this place, all those with their hands up, come. 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 If you don't pull, you don't If you don't and this labor is safe for too long. This labor is safe for too long. Come. Come. I've delayed myself for too long. Come. 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 There's more. I know there's more. Come. 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 That environment is messing you up, young man. Come. 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 You've started to do things that you know you should not be doing. Come. This is the place of your deliverance. This is the day of your salvation. Come. 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 Church. 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 Pray for them as they come. 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 Here's another one. Come. Come. This is the day you see well. This is the day of your freedom. Come. 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 Omnia You are born again. You are saved. But the environment you place yourself under has really drawn you down and under. And you want to break through from that. I want you to come and stand here. Come, 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 come. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. And let you go home. Come, come. Come, sir. Come, young man. Come, come, come. I want to come out of this. I want to be free of these. I want to come out of this. Come, 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 come. come. This, this is not a good environment for me. This is not a good place. These are not good friends. Come, come, come. Come, come. You are in the front. Lift up your hands to heaven. Lift up your hands to heaven. Open your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, right now as I stand in this place, I choose to come out of this. I'm coming out of this mess. I'm coming to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, set me free. Lord Jesus, heal me. Lord Jesus, forgive me right now. My eyes have seen the King. Say, Lord Jesus, I refuse to be like them one more day. In the name of Jesus, I'm coming out in Jesus' name. One more time, say, I'm coming out. In Jesus name for the third time seal it and say I'm coming out in the name of Jesus and say I refuse to go back to Bethsaida in the name of Jesus I refuse say I'm not going back say I'm looking ahead in Jesus name say thank you Lord for setting me free one more time, say thank you, Lord, for setting me free. Come on, church, give the Lord a hand of praise in this place. Give the Lord a hand of praise in this place. Thank you, Lord, for setting me free. The rest of us, lift up your hands to heaven. Lift up your hands to heaven. And say, Holy Spirit, please help me to always see Jesus.
lifted up in my life. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for opening my eyes so I may see well. Holy Spirit, open the eyes of my understanding even as I continue to do life. Wherever I am, may I see well in the name of Jesus. Say, whatever you are doing in a place, Lord, may I not miss it. Whatever you are doing in this church, Lord, may I not miss it. Lord, open my eyes that I may see. One more time, say, Lord Jesus, open my eyes that I may see. For the last time, say, Lord Jesus, open my eyes that I may see. In Jesus' name. I seal this prayer that you have prayed, prayed. The Lord will open your eyes and you will see where from now on revelation will be granted you in Jesus mighty name I pray that as you leave this morning that the hand of God will continue to be upon you the hand of approval will be upon you the hand of authority will be upon you and the hand of protection of God will be upon you. Amen! Amen!